Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. And I'm Brandon Kiley. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line to talk to Danny Mack, Cardinals broadcaster for Bally Sports Midwest. You can follow him on Twitter at Danny Mac TV. You can also check him out, scoopswithdannymack.com. They've got some great podcasts that go up each and every day. Dan, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing up in Pittsburgh today? I'm doing well. Two more to go, and then postseason plays here. So it's an exciting time of year, no doubt. I'm excited, Dan, and we've been talking all day today about the matchups that could be had, especially when it comes to who the Cardinals are going to face in the wild card round. It's down to Philly or San Diego at this point in time, Dan. Who do you think is the better matchup, if there is one, for the Cardinals in the wild card round? I, you know, I, I could give you all the different scenarios that I could think of with you know the the two top guys of the Phillies. Uh, who have been you know, this year at times. Wheeler, especially against St. Louis, has dominated. Um, and then I look at what we just saw with San Diego, and you got Blake Snell, and you've got a couple others that are very, very good. The key is going to be getting at the starters and getting them out of the game and getting into the bullpens of either team. And if you can do that, then you're going to have a chance to win. The other key is uh, the matchups for the Cardinals. I, I think when you look at the Phillies, it puts a premium on left-handed pitching. So you're talking about your relievers from the left side have to be good. And certainly Montgomery and Quintana both have to be very good as well. So I'm not sure there's an edge one way or another, having just seen San Diego. And uh, you know that the Phillies are are loaded with Harper and and Schwarber. So I'm just not sure there's an edge one way or another. But I do know that the lefties will have a big role in what uh, happens, good or bad, for the Cardinals in that uh, in that wild card round. Dan, speaking of pitching, Dakota Hudson's getting the start later on this evening. What do you think his role is going to be come postseason? Coming out of the bullpen, um, I think you're going to look at uh, a guy that if there's a double play situation scenario um, and you need to go to a pen, he's the kind of guy that would do that. Uh, I think also that if you get a big lead, you'd be comfortable giving him multiple innings. Um and then I think Palante is big too, especially with the lefties. So, you know, you're talking about guys that get ground balls, and I think that's something you have to look at. I, I think one of the things that we're going to find out here tonight is Jack Flaherty coming out of the bullpen, and that is significant for this club. 
seeing what he can do coming out of the pen and seeing what it looks like. So I'm, I'm really curious to see what uh, what plays out tonight. Dan, Philly and San Diego, neither of them have significant splits when it comes to righties versus lefties over the last couple of months. Philly is third against left-handed pitching, fourth against right-handed pitching in OPS. San Diego, 13th against lefties, 10th against righties. Uh, they're pretty similar in both regards. Who do you think right now you would lean towards as your game three starter? Do you have anybody that sticks out to you? Well, you know, to me, I think you've got to look at Michaelis for me would go game one. Um, and this is not from Ollie or anybody else. Sure. It's just my interpretation of what I'm seeing. And I've got to get Quintana in there the way that he's throwing the ball. And I've, I've got to take a hard look at uh, Montgomery too. So I, I would look at those guys as being one, two, three. Now, the wild card in this whole thing is Adam Wainwright and only the coaching staff can answer what they feel about Wayno. But I can tell you that when the chips are on the line, um, there's not been a bigger game pitcher than, than what Adam Wainwright has done time and again throughout the years. The problem is, is where's he at mechanically? And are you going to get the Wayno of the last, let's say five starts, or are you going to get the guy that was in the middle of the year? If you got the guy in the middle of the year, he's my game one starter. But we're not in the middle of the year. It's the end of the year. So figuring out a role for him is going to be something they're going to have to, to play with and figure out as we move forward with this thing. As a follow-up on that, Dan, especially if you're playing against the Phillies, I think that's the only scenario where this would make sense. But if you were going up against the Phillies and you're in game three, would you give any consideration to starting with an opener with one of Mats or Thompson to be able to get out of that top three where you've got Schwarber and Harper against you? I wouldn't. I, I would stick with my starters, and then I'd save those guys. I mean, one of the things you got to remember in in Thompson's case, you know, he hasn't pitched in a big game. You know, I mean, he's pitching at the major leagues, and he's got swing and miss stuff. So don't take this the wrong way. Sure. He, he's been fantastic, and I'm thrilled with what we've seen from him. And I think the role in his career is going to increase. I could see him starting at some point. I don't think I'd want to be putting it on a rookie season on the line and saying, "Go get him." Good point. I understand what you're saying, you know, I, 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 but this is the human element of, of looking at splits and analytics and spin rates and all that other stuff. And this, this applies to Adam Wainwright too, but there's a human element of when, you know, the, the, everything's on the line. And do I want a rookie that sometimes is throwing 99 and then next time out is 92. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what I'm going to get. Now I think he could do it. Don't get me wrong. As a matter of fact, I know he could do it, but I'd be very, very cautious with, you know, putting him in that kind of spot, that kind of role, um, and not having seen him in a big, big scenario. Now he's pitching in games where they needed him. Don't get me wrong, but that's regular season. This is a different animal. If I was and, doing uh, that, I think Matt's would probably be the one that yeah, I would lean towards. Yeah, I think he'd be the guy. But I think, though, if you are looking at starting a lefty, and I think you'd answer that question maybe better, uh, BK, by saying either Quintana or Montgomery is going to make that start. So it, it nullifies the point of having a uh, a bullpen start, so to speak, with all those lefties. I, I would just start my starter that day and get what I can out of them, and then I'd start looking at how are the matchups playing out. You know, another guy to look at, too, with this is Andre Pallante. And Andre has got the reverse splits going. He's been great against the lefties. So you would have to think he's going to have a big role against those guys too. Uh, Dan, going back to the offense, we were having this conversation a couple of segments ago, and I'm just curious because you've seen both teams. Do you feel like this offense in terms of the starters and the bench is deeper than what the Cardinals had last season? I do. Um, and I think it's because of Albert Pujols. Now, 
one of the things that could make this a different scenario is Tyler O'Neill. Now, one of the things you had last year was your bench was really not there. Um, you had your, you rolled out your starting nine, and uh, obviously there was no DH, but uh, or DH makes this different this year with Albert. But the thing that I, I caution with this is that if I was getting Tyler O'Neill of last September, it's a different conversation, but it's not. But Pujols has stepped in that role. He's just been ridiculous of what he's done here in the second half. So I guess we'll find out more. We get to the ballpark today and tomorrow, whether O'Neill can go, but that's asking a lot, in my opinion, to have a guy take live ABs and then get thrown into the fire on Friday, which may happen because he does lengthen your lineup, but it's got to be the Tyler O'Neill of at times this year. And certainly the guy that we saw at the end of last year, Dan, I know we spend a lot of time talking about the Cardinals and what their outlook looks like. I, I kind of want to talk to you for a second, if you don't mind about the playoffs in general, because I think this has a chance to be a really intriguing playoff format. You're going to the new uh, scenario where you've got the expanded playoffs this year. Are there any matchups in particular or maybe teams that got in that you're just super intrigued to see in this postseason? I'd have to say the Mets um, because of DeGrom and Scherzer. And what the Braves did this past weekend is unbelievable to sweep them and overtake them and do it against their three top guys, and two of the three being Hall of Fame-type pitchers in DeGrom and Scherzer, that's impressive. So I'm really intrigued to see that team. And um, I like the playoff format. I like the fact that if you win your division, you you know, it, it, it benefits you. You can line up your pitching. You don't, you're not coming in having to use one of your guys, your top guys, to get in on Wednesday, tomorrow, and all of a sudden you can't use them um, you know, for the wild card round, or at least a start or two, I, I think that's good. So I think it puts a premium on the regular season and trying to get wins and having home field advantage by virtue of the wins and the losses. Um, and I think it's going to be a gauntlet. I mean, to try to get through October anyway is very, very difficult, but because every, every pitch has got drama to it and there's something on the line. So I love the fact that we have more baseball. I, you know, the 2020 thing, it was enjoyable for me. And I know BK, you and I talked about that. It was like that first round, mm-hmm. you know, games are starting at 11 o'clock in the morning. It was like watching the NCAA tournament. And if you're a baseball fan like me, I could just sit down and watch playoff baseball all day. So I like it. I think it's going to be fun. And whoever wins it truly has gone through a gauntlet to win this thing. It's going to be very, very difficult. Dan, do you think the American league is wide open or do you feel that there's a clear cut favorite? I don't think enough people have been paying attention to Houston. Um, and what they've done. It's just kind of like, okay, ho-hum, 100-plus wins again, and you know, away we go, and they're in. I, I think they're the favorite. I, I do. Um, now, the Yankees, having seen that lineup come through St. Louis, I was like, wow. You know, you see it on TV, and you follow it, but then when you see it in person, and when they were rolling out a healthy Matt Carpenter and Judge is doing his thing, and Stant wasn't even in there, uh, their third baseman is a great player, I, I was just like, man, this is this is the team to beat. But um, now that they have Severino back, it helps them. But I don't. I just don't know if they match up quite as well against Houston. I, I don't think people have given Houston enough credit. Yeah, that rotation is just absolutely <laughs> absurd. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, final, and that's what wins. Final question that I've got for you, Dan. What do you make of the Dodgers? They've won 110 games, and I feel like they're almost the third team that gets brought up in the National League behind the Braves and the Mets. I think we take it for granted, don't we? Uh, and and that's the one thing I, I look at with their team is they're really good, no question about it. And the thing that they have is interchangeable parts. So when you can move guys around to get the desired matchup that Dave Roberts wants, 
Um, he has the personnel to do it. And it's kind of like San Francisco last year. They mixed and matched and got matchups that they liked, and they were able to all of a sudden change their lineup with a snap of their fingers. And it didn't matter who you were bringing out of a bullpen. It was just a tough matchup. And the addition of Freddie Freeman has really helped that club, too. Um, not that they needed it. For God's sake, it's ridiculous. But uh, having him, and he's an MVP candidate, I mean, they're, they're going to be very, very tough to beat. Their bullpen is outstanding. Their starters are great. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you win that amount of games, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. And to do, like, the double-digit amount of wins, too. Like, look at how they dominated, folks. And the other thing that I look at, is this time of year I will pay attention to run differential because now I've, I, I can see it over 162 games. And their, their run differential will, will finish in either the top 15 or top 10 all time in the history of baseball. And that means you are just dominating these teams. You're, you're just flat out beating people up. And that's what they do. They're a great team. So uh, we'll see what happens in postseason. Anything can happen. It's cliche, but it's really true in baseball. Dodgers run differentials plus 332 on the season. The Mets, who are very good, is at plus 149. Less than half of that. Dan, we appreciate the time as always, man. Thanks for hopping on with us today. Enjoy the next couple of days. Last couple of games in the regular season uh, to see Albert and Yachty. This is going to be really cool. Enjoy it out there in Pittsburgh. I hope you guys are enjoying it and their fans are enjoying it as much as uh, this has been. It's been a great ride and to see Albert doing what he's doing is just incredible. It's been so much fun. It's amazing. One of the best hitters really in baseball this year. It's unbelievable. Dan, appreciate the time as always. Okay, guys, thanks. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.